Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, our read through the Bible in a year plan. And we have made our way into the book of Deuteronomy. So that is our fifth book for the year 2022. Uh, I've been away from you for a while. Uh, uh, some of my fellow elders uh, here at North Clay have stepped in and each did a book, uh, Drew and uh, Josh and, and Brad uh, each did a book and I'm appreciative for that. And uh, these are not easy books to summarize and to uh, organize in such a way that you can communicate uh, kind of some understandable uh, concepts uh, that for three chapters in under five or ten minutes. So uh, I'm thankful for them for the hard work that they did. Uh, I will be with you through the book of Deuteronomy and I'm looking forward to it. It's a, a great book. And so uh, just some things that uh, uh, kind of will help you as we begin to think through it. And I will tell you that our emphasis today is uh, going to be uh, on chapter 3, verse 23 through 29. So, you know, you can kind of turn there if you want to, but this is the final book uh, written by Moses, closes out the book of the law, the Torah. Um, uh, so uh, that, that uh, it will end with the death of Moses. And uh, so I've given the end away, but, but don't, don't stop reading. Uh, there's a, uh, the, the word or the title Deuteronomy uh, is a combination uh, having to do with uh, second, the, the deutero and, and the, uh, the, uh, the second part of the word having to do with law. So it's a second giving of the law, a repetition, not a repetition of the law. It is not a new law. It's the same law that God gave uh, 40 years prior at Sinai. But because that first generation fell under the judgment of God. Uh, there is a new generation that's about to possess the land as God had promised so long ago. And Moses is reviewing uh, this law that God had given them uh, as uh, uh, the basis for their continuation in the land, the continuation of this blessed uh, relationship that Israel was to enjoy uh, with God. And so because that first generation had passed away, the second generation is being given uh, this instruction uh, in the law. It's, as I've said, the final uh, words of Moses. And, and you can see in it uh, uh, a great deal of grief, repentance, remorse over his, uh, his failure uh, and the, the fact that because of that, God would bar him from entering uh, this place that he had been anticipating, that he had labored so diligently for 40 years to uh, lead these people to, and yet he's only going to see it uh, from a distance. And so uh, as we think about uh, Deuteronomy, it, there's narrative and there is um, uh, this repetition of the law. There's, there's all types of instruction there, calls for obedience, exhortations, and things like that. And of course, like every book of the Bible, we find Christ in it. And so the, the overarching uh, story of uh, the Exodus is the, the story uh, or a, a foreshadowing of the great Exodus that will be led by our Lord Jesus Christ, the ultimate, the perfect Exodus by the one greater than Moses, as we'll see later uh, this week, uh, uh, the prophet uh, like unto uh, Moses and and even the exhortation found uh, a couple of times in the New Testament by Paul in 1 Corinthians 10 uh, by the writer of Hebrews and in, in Hebrews 3 and other places 
don't be like that initial wilderness generation uh, was and, and uh, be hardened in unbelief and fail to receive uh, that which uh, uh, was uh, promised. And so uh, we're always to, to remember that ultimately neither Israel nor Moses is the faithful son. The faithful son is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. And so as we uh, look at chapters 1 through 3 today, uh, uh, the, the time has come. Uh, that generation of rebellion had passed from the scene. It is time to begin to journey, uh, to, uh, to enter into the land as God had promised. And so we, we see kind of some reminders there in the first eight verses. And then beginning in verse 9 of chapter 1, uh, 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 an exhortation related to uh, leadership, to structure, uh, to, uh, to uh, that which will provide uh, for uh, solidarity and stability there once they're in the land. And so install uh, leaders, uh, again, reflection upon uh, their failure. And, and again, the statement that because of the unbelief, the rebellion of the people, uh, God uh, judged them and they failed to receive uh, that which was uh, promised to them. Chapter 2 is, uh, again, just uh, kind of a... Um, uh, refresher course on, on the history of, of Israel and uh, how they have wandered because of their unbelief and the way that God had uh, provided and delivered them uh, to victory after victory, uh, to uh, 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 giving them victory over entrenched nations that were far better prepared to enter into warfare than they were, but because uh, God uh, was faithful and he's powerful uh, to do that which he promised. Uh, they were victorious over uh, their enemies. And then we come to chapter 3. Again, I said that was going to be our emphasis. So look at verse 23. We'll read through the end of the chapter, uh, and we'll begin uh, again there in verse 23. Deuteronomy 3:23. And I pleaded with the Lord at that time, that being Moses, saying, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do such works and mighty acts as yours? Please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country, and Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Go to the top of Pisgah. Lift up your eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward and look at it with your eyes for you shall not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua and encourage and strengthen him for he shall go over at the head of this, this people and he shall put them in possession of the land that you shall see. And so we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. And so uh, Moses reflects on the tragedy that occurred uh, at Meribah, uh, where uh, the people are grumbling about water. God instructs him to speak to the rock. The water will bring forth water. He strikes the rock, uh, dishonoring God, rebelling against God, not honoring God, not, not exalting him as holy. And so the judgment is, because of this, uh, you will not enter the land that I have promised. Uh, really a, an Old Testament fulfillment of the warning uh, to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, not many of you should uh, desire to become teachers. They're, they're held to a higher standard. Uh, we see all of those things in this life of Moses. And so uh, we see the, the serious consequential nature of even our momentary lapses. 
we are thankful for the grace of God and we are never in danger of losing our salvation, those who have ultimately received that salvation. Uh, but there are consequences for our rebellion against God, particularly rebellion uh, in which uh, uh, it is publicly carried out and it is a, comp uh, a, a, a true act of known, willful uh, defiance of that which we know uh, God would will for us, that which God has commanded. Uh, again, Moses rebelled. It was a public situation. Uh, there's a sense where you, you can kind of say it like this. God was not going to allow Moses to show him up as such and would make of him the great example of the seriousness with which all who identify themselves as the people of God should view uh, this, uh, this thing that we would call obedience to God. And so uh, we see here again the, the foreshadowing of the fact that Moses will not enter. He's allowed to see. He's going to get a glimpse uh, of that and uh, that's going to be it for him uh, because again he had, he had failed and he had failed in a kind of a colossal uh, manner. And so God, again, held him accountable as an example uh, to uh, those people. And again, as a reminder, as we'll see through and through, uh, Moses does foreshadow Christ. Uh, we'll speak of him later as that uh, uh, one that foreshadowed uh, the prophet who will be likened to him. And yet he wasn't that prophet. He was not the perfect prophet. Uh, only Jesus Christ would come and be the perfect prophet and be the one to ultimately deliver his people uh, from their enslavement uh, to sin and death. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.